Hello everyone and welcome back to the Building Strength Podcast. I'm your host, Theo Lim, and it is good to be back on the mic. Welcome to episode one of season two of the Building Strength Podcast. On this podcast, we talk about anything and everything related to building strength inside of the gym and outside of the gym. In this episode, I'm going to recap my biggest challenges and lessons in 2020. It is good to be back. And as always, you know, I'm about to sip my coffee. So, Happy New Year to everyone. I know it's been a while. You've been in my thoughts. I've, I've, um, many times I've wanted to record a podcast. I just haven't done it. It's been, it's been a few months now, but I'm here. You're here. Thank you for joining me. Hope you guys had a good holiday. Hope you guys are having a good start to the new year. And let's jump into it. Excuse me. So, biggest challenges in 2020 because as everyone has experienced, we experienced COVID and as a business owner, that was a, it was a tough year and it, it, it's still a tough time. So for those of you who don't know, I am a personal trainer. I do in-person training and online coaching. I'm based in Toronto. So in January of 2020, I transitioned from the gym that I was training out of, Carpio Strength and Conditioning. I transitioned from there into a home-based business. So I converted my two-car garage into a sweet gym, possibly the best garage gym in the city. I'll just, I'll just leave it right there. Just putting that out there. But I transitioned all of my clients into my garage gym and it was an amazing time. I do mainly three-on-one training, like small group training and one-on-one training. So we had January and February and the start of March to kind of get into the groove there and that was all a very new experience because it was a new location it was out of my home and I gotta say I love I love that I'm working from home now it's um I never thought that this is what I wanted but it's amazing it's amazing so fast forward to March and the first quarantine slash lockdown happens and boom there's no more in-person training so that was really tough that was um that was really tough and I was already doing online programming like one-on-one online programming for people prior to I have been doing it for a few years Shoutouts to a few of my clients online. I know you guys listen to this. So 
in that way, it was good that I was already doing that because I was able to continue doing that. But another challenge was transitioning to Zoom, doing um, virtual personal training or doing virtual classes. So that was a good challenge. I'm no, lo- I'm currently not doing any virtual classes. Um, it's not off the table. So if you guys are interested in something like that, message me. But transitioning to Zoom, transitioning to the online world, that was all pretty tough, but all doable. And my mindset is that like, okay, these things are happening, but that's okay. It's just, um, it's just like anything. We just have to learn how to adapt and make the best of the situation, right? It's like um, for the first time ever in the history of our of my lifetime something like that this is happening so for me it's like okay this is a good challenge and then fast forward to actually let me rewind let me rewind i'm talking about the gym closures due to covid back in like june july i was able to start training people in person again so that was great that lasted till about just November, mid-November. So that was a good stretch of being able to train people in person. We were doing inside the gym. We were doing outdoor sessions too, which was really fun. So overall, a good year in terms of working. Just not, there were just some limitations in terms of how much I could work. I, I looked at the, I looked at the, like my year end recap a few weeks ago. And basically I had to take five and a half months off of in-person training this year. So that was tough in terms of like not having any income from that. That was a, that was a tough one because when I was doing my bookkeeping, when I was going over my finances, the sales, the income from in-person training was literally zero for five and a half months. So, you know, that that's a little tough, but not the end of the world. So I'd say that was like a really big challenge in terms of 2020, gyms closing, having to adjust, having to pivot a little bit, but overall, not the end of the world. And you know what, to be honest, as I transition into probably my biggest challenge of 2020, the gym closures, I don't, that was like the second biggest challenge. The biggest challenge of 2020 for me, which is why the gym closures didn't seem like such a big deal when they initially happened in March. For me, I had to make make the decision to end my long-term relationship with my girlfriend at the time so that was a five six year relationship and I made the call in May or June so that was that was really tough Um, so that was basically what I was dealing with from I had basically been thinking about it from March April May June so like three to four months of just like agonizing over making that decision and you know what 
it's been great. Like after I made the, the decision, it was just like a big weight lifted off of my shoulders. So very happy for myself that I did that. And yeah, I wasn't sure. I was like, should I share this? Should I not? But here we are. We're sharing it. So that was definitely like the biggest challenge of 2020 for me. Um, I guess I'm part of the COVID statistic of breakups, which is cool. <laughs> so another big challenge, I think, overall in 2020 is just like the adjustment to COVID life. Um, you know, it's just a little hard not to be able to, not hard, just like a little un. I, I wouldn't call it hard, but it just kind of sucks to not just be able to go places, not be able to travel, not be able to go where you want to go at any time, you know? So just like adjusting to that, but overall, not bad. I'm happy I have my gym. You know, I, the gym was mainly set up for my clients, but when we were in quarantine, when we we're in lockdown, I'm like, okay, at least I have a gym and at least I have, I had enough equipment that I was able to lend some out to my clients and friends. So it was nice. So I really, I really feel like this last year has solidified the fact that having a few pieces of gym equipment is really ideal or just having a space to do bodyweight workouts. Because it doesn't seem like gyms are going to be opening anytime soon. And you guys know me. I'm a big fan of kettlebells. I'm a big fan of bodyweight training. Like whatever you can get your hands on. If you still haven't gotten your hands on some equipment. You know, just pull the trigger. It's the best investment of 2020. <laughs> some gym equipment. So those were i'd say those were the biggest challenges of the year just like adjusting to covid life gym closures and of course ending that relationship and then to transition into the biggest lessons of 2020 on a slightly lighter note biggest lessons of 2020 lesson number one getting at least seven to nine hours of sleep every single night. I talked about this back in whenever I recorded my last few podcasts in like June, July, August, September. I'm not sure. But for the last five years before, before COVID hit, I was not sleeping enough. I was sleeping maybe six hours a night at best. And that that really, now when I look back on it, it, that really was not cutting it. So when quarantine started and I had, I didn't have to wake up at 5 a.m., I started to sleep more and I started sleeping eight hours a night, nine hours a night, and I realized that I felt great. And, and it was a domino effect into, or a snowball effect in terms of how, how much progress I was making in the gym, how much progress I was look, making in the mirror, and of course, how I was feeling, right? 
but biggest lesson and this was something when back in July we were able I was able to start training people again although my schedule was filled up I knew like the the week before I started taking on clients again I told myself okay do not sacrifice your sleep schedule because I've been on a really good sleep schedule like 98% of nights where I'm sleeping I'm sleeping between I'm going to bed between 10 p.m. and falling asleep from like between 10 p.m. to 10:30 p.m. and then waking up around 6 or 7 so really getting a quality amount of sleep and that has really that has really helped me a lot in terms of how I'm feeling but also my progress and I when I when I reflect on these things it's just like wow I'm sleeping more so and my stress levels are lower and those things kind of go hand in hand so then now throughout the day I have good energy and I'm no longer stress eating like I used to stress eat and that's been the biggest factor in my progress over the last year and when I say stress eating like I mean you guys mostly follow me on Instagram I you if you do or you listen to my podcast you know that I like my baked goods I like my I like my cookies my donuts my ice cream all that stuff but before it was just like out of hand I used to I used to like eat dinner and then I'd still be so stressed out from the day just like from work from relationship from life in general and I didn't know how to handle that stress I wasn't getting enough sleep so I used to literally eat my dinner and then I would order pizza and eat that pizza afterwards too after I had just eaten my dinner and it was just like now when I reflect on all the stress eating I was doing I don't know maybe you guys can relate maybe you guys have been there but when I reflect on the stress eating that I was doing it was like wow I was literally trying to eat all of these things in attempt in an attempt to make me feel better by like because I thought that this food would give me energy or something and it's crazy so lesson one more sleep lesson number two commit to myself which really means saying no when I need to say no or I, or I want to say no I'm, I'm the type of person who I don't like to let people down and I don't like to disappoint people so if someone asks me to do something and I like the person but it's like I, I maybe don't really want to do that. Chances of me saying yes were used to be pretty high. And then I just go through it and maybe like not be in the greatest mood because that's not really what I wanted to do. And then also as a, as a fairly introverted person, I need a lot of time to recharge. And just learning how to say no because... I need to I need time to recharge that has helped me a lot um, 
just it's crazy it's crazy how how much unhappiness was created by me just saying yes to or like committing myself to so many things where I didn't even want to do those things so committing to myself that was like definitely a big driving factor in that previous relationship like I I wanted to um help her and make her so happy that I would say yes to so many things when I really didn't want to do those things or those things didn't align with my values. So saying no, and yes, this is what I was going to say. I saw something that said, no is a complete sentence. And that's really powerful. So for those of you who might be like me in terms of saying yes to people a lot when you don't really mean it. When you say no, you don't really have to explain yourself. Just say no. So really just learning to create those boundaries for myself. And then another lesson that I learned is really um, figuring out what creates happiness in my life and then prioritizing those things. So this is going to tie into the next thing i've talked about it before this is kind of what i live by now is the four doctors and one of those doctors is doctor happiness so really figure really taking the time to figure out what creates happiness in your life and then once you really once you write those things down then it's like looking at those things how much time am i currently spending doing those things that make me happy and then if the answer is like not a lot okay maybe some things need to change and i'd say that was me so really sitting down to figure out what creates happiness in my life and for me a big thing is just having leisure time so again when kind of the first quarantine hit i had all this leisure time now and i was able to like read more again because I'm, I'm very into reading. I was able to read more. I was able to start gardening, just like spending time outdoors, quiet time, you know. And then, of course, training is a big thing, family time. So really figuring out what, what creates happiness in my life and then making those things a priority instead of a secondary thing. So that was a big help. And then kind of tying into what I said about the four doctors. So this is from Paul Check, his book, How to Eat, Move, and Be Healthy. And then I took his holistic health course last year. And really, this is what I've based my whole like approach to health on. And now when people come to work with me, this is kind of what I point to. And I've talked about this a lot in previous episodes, and I will probably continue to talk about this a lot in future episodes, because I really think like these are the basics of holistic health. So the premise of the four doctors, he calls it, um, he says, these are the last four doctors you'll ever need. And the four doctors are doctor diet, meaning 
what kind of foods you're consuming and putting in your body. Doctor diet, doctor movement, so getting in daily movement. Doctor quiet, making sure you have time to recharge through activities like sleeping, but also other like regenerating activities. So doctor quiet and then the last one which I just talked about doctor happiness. Again, really defining what creates happiness in your life and then prioritizing those things. So those four doctors living by those four doctors and I'll kind of I will definitely um what's the word I'm looking for? I'll definitely expand on those in a future episode. This episode I just want to kind of give you guys a recap of um of what has been going on on my end. Um another key lesson learned this year is really that like health is really important and the health of our loved ones is super important. So I'm lucky enough to you know my parents are in their 50s. and they're both healthy. They both do their own exercise. They both take care of themselves by eating whole foods and they don't eat a whole lot of processed foods. So as I reflect on 2020, it's just like wow, the fact that my parents are healthy really takes a big weight off my shoulders because when when you have a loved one that's going through health issues and then health issues that they maybe could have controlled it's like that's just a lot of stress on your life right because um you guys you guys know my father had a brain injury 4 years ago so that was quite a, a recovery process and just like the fact that that was happening in our lives was a lot of stress. So I don't think my sister listens to this podcast, but she's like, you know, always trying to be healthier and she's a few years older than me. And I always try to reiterate like, dude, you got to you got to like take care of your body, take care of your health, not only for yourself. It's like it's more for it's also for like the people around you so that they don't have to worry about your health. you know so just kind of something i was thinking about in regards to covid and health because now it's like the facts are very clear that like if you're on the unhealthier side like you are more susceptible to anything really so health super important super key this is why i'm here Um just going to sip some coffee. <laughs> so, we're about 23 minutes in here. I have two more things I want to touch on. I hope this episode turns out okay. I feel pretty rusty on the mic, I must say. If you guys have questions, comments, topic suggestions, please message me on Instagram at theodore.lim or email me i'll put all my info down below okay two more things okay 
bit, another big lesson has been that like, not a lesson, just a mindset is that gratitude continues to be like the winning attitude throughout all this, throughout everything that's happened. There are so many opportunities where I could just be like, yeah, fuck it. This sucks. And just like get really down. But it's like just being grateful, being thankful for the things that I already have in my life. Like that is, um, that continues to be like the mindset going into every day. And if you guys have been around for a while, you guys know that I'm big on doing like a daily journal. I do a morning journal where I practice gratitude. I like list a few things. Um, today I'm looking at it right now. I'm grateful for having good food, the ability to buy good food, a roof over my head, clean drinking water, and an awesome family. So this is, these are literally, it's not always the same, but I do try to write three to five things that I'm grateful for every morning. And then at night I, I reflect on my day, how it went, how, you know, just any kind of notes that one day I can look back on and, you know, just have a, have a good laugh at, but yeah, gratitude, just being grateful for what you already have instead of what you don't have. I think, you know, that's key. That's key. And then the last thing, guys, it's just like throughout all of the hardships of that the last year has kind of thrown at all of us. I'm very grateful for the habits and the mindset that I have cultivated over the last 10 to 15 years. So I'm 28. I'm 28. So maybe maybe 13 years. I started training when I was 15. But the these habits that I've cultivated and practiced daily, they literally saved my life in 2020. Just like health habits of making sure I stay hydrated, drinking lots of water, eating whole foods, minimizing processed foods, um, prioritizing daily movement, prioritizing strength training and aerobic training, um, cooking my own food, going to the grocery store, all of these little things like meditating, journaling, reading, making sure I prioritize going outside for walks, getting in sunlight, um, seeing my family like with if I feel like if I had not cultivated these things over the last decade I would have been in a much tougher spot when all of this stuff with COVID happened so really taking really really um, really thankful for practicing all of those habits and really being consistent with those and when I talk about gratitude it really is a practice it's like meditation is a practice or um, going to the grocery stores a practice cooking your own foods a practice it's just it's just really 
getting in the reps and eventually you get in so many reps that it doesn't become so so um so daunting and so tedious because when you first start a habit it's tough it's really tough like you have to think about it and you have to like convince yourself to do it every single time right so that that's a that's the tough part but once you've created that habit once you've done it um like 95 percent of the days of the year it eventually becomes a lot easier so i'm trying to think of a habit that i'm currently trying to build um hmm <laughs> i'm trying to record two podcasts a month for you guys so that's a habit kind of not like it's not a super daily habit though what is a daily habit let me think let me think oh yes the habit that i haven't really like almost but not yet daily walks like even just a five to ten minute walk or two to three or you know anywhere from one to two walks outside five to ten minutes still something i'm working on still something i'm not like consistently doing every single day and again it's just like something i have to talk myself into doing but um so i'm i guess i'm just sharing that because just letting you guys know that i'm with you i'm also still trying to build certain habits Um, i'm still not i'm not reading as much as i'd like to but you know always a work in progress and yeah i guess you know that that brings me to the end of my list i do want to say that back in back in august if you guys follow me on on instagram you guys know that i am in a new relationship she's pretty awesome the relationship's pretty awesome we're very compatible and your boy's having a really great time. Your boy's really your boy's really happy out here. So just wanted to end on that. <laughs> um, I don't want to get too much into it here, but if you guys want to talk about it when I see you in person, if I see you in person or, you know, we'll, we'll chat. We'll chat. So I'm going to leave it there. Really appreciate you guys for tuning in. I hope my first episode back was like, was pretty good hope it wasn't too choppy and until next time until next time as i said i'm gonna i'm gonna dish these out bi-weekly okay fridays every second friday you can you can expect an episode from your boy theo as always if you guys have any questions comments topics suggestions hit me up until then have a great day stay blessed stay grateful peace